uh, one thing about life, nothing is guaranteed. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing in life is guaranteed. And you have to take, you have to be thankful for each day. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta know that, uh, uh, whatever situation that you're in is going to get better. You gotta know that, um, that, that you really can achieve anything you put your mind to. You gotta handle the rock with flair and rhythm if you want to be judged on wood grain and concrete courts in New York. This ain't no nickel and dime. It's dribbling dimes where scoring never looked this good. I guarantee it. But was your reputation built from the playground up? Or did you call next and they took that ish? Or cause you weren't as fast as police and ambulance sirens? Or as loud as Mr. Softy Ice Cream? No. You see, this is New York City hoops and prime time. As beautiful as the skyline, it's dribbling dimes. Wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Huh. You weren't with me shooting in the gym. Tell him. Alright, what's up, y'all? This is Emilio the Poet. Yo, what's good? This is Manny Digital. Welcome to another quarantine episode of the Dribble and Dimes podcast. Before before we introduce our guest, I just want to say, um, given the, the fact that we're in quarantine, right? We're still doing the quarantine thing. The the audio quality tends to vary because you guys, I think earlier, before we got into quarantine, you're used to the consistency, at least for a period of time. So I just, I beg your pardon. Um, we're working through all sorts of unprecedented times. Technology can waver depending on where we at, right? So um, I just ask for your patience. Uh, we're gonna do the best we can on all, all sides to make sure the audio is as good as it possibly can. But forget about the quality. Focus on the on the story, because that's really what matters here. Uh, so I just I just want to say that real quick, and then I'm I'm a I'm a properly introduce our guy right now. So he's well known throughout the city, uh, at least he was while he was coming up as a ball player for sure. He was ranked among the country's best coming into high school, a phenom before there was a LeBron James. He played in the Pathmark tournaments. UDC packed out gyms wherever he went. He played against top names such as Ben Gordon, Lenny Cook, Trevor Ariza. That's just a few, y'all. The city's best at the time, but due to a lack of exposure during his junior and senior years, he wasn't able to manifest his potential. He's here now to tell his story on Dribble and Dimes and talk about his journey and the man that he's become. Please welcome St. Helena of Augustine legend, and St. Raymond High School star, Mr. Anthony Epps. What's up? What's up? What's up? Yo, wait, 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 wait. Yes, Before yes. we start, Before we start, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I got to add my own little side intro, man. Let me tell you something. This man, we was calling him Baby Shaq, okay, throughout the league. Julius Hodge mentioned you in the previous podcast. We used to call you Baby Shaq. I don't know if that was something that you heard or if it came from your camp or what. But back when I was in middle school, he used to boss our ass. <laughs> and we called him Baby Shaq. And so it's a pleasure. He's a he's a former classmate, high school classmate of mine, a great and dear friend, an awesome, a better, an even better person, man. Stand-up dude. Sure. We've been talking about having you on this show. Please welcome, man, my mellow, my man, Mr. Anthony Epps. Yes, yes, 
Yo, look at that. You you got two rounds of applause, kid. That don't happen. That don't happen. You know, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate that. But what what what? If I'm gonna do something a little different to start this pack, uh, this podcast. Let's go, baby. It's your world. It's your world. Yeah. So so I want I I I would like to say a prayer, right? Right. Okay. Um. All right, Heavenly Father, I want to I want to give you thanks for waking us up this morning to do this podcast. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I hope this podcast changes and impacts the youth um, across the country, across the world, if possible. Uh, the message is to, to enlighten those parents, those kids, coaches, mentors, and to really help change the world. That's what this story is about, Heavenly Father. And I ask you to guide my words and guide this interview in the way that would change people's lives. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is a that is a dribble and dives first, man. Thank you for gracing us with your blessing. Word, man. Oh uh, man, I, I'm 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 grateful, man. I'm grateful to y'all, man, for real. This platform, this platform, this platform right here is, is needed. Yeah, so it's needed. So, it's needed for me because so many stories uh like mine's, but mine's a little different. Well, you you started talking a little bit about um what what it was when it was that you started playing ball. And and I you I think you said high school. My grandfather was the reason that I started playing basketball. You understand? My grandfather used to play at Evander Childs High School a long, 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 long time ago. And, you know, my grandfather used to, used to introduce me to basketball. He used to watch, uh, like, uh, Michael Jordan play the Pistons. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and those, I, me I remember that. Those are the experiences I have with my grandfather. Um, so when he passed, uh, when I was nine years old, it, it definitely had an impact on me. Because he was definitely very influential in my life, along with my grandmother, uh, who's still very, very, very involved in my life to this day. You know, she's um, she, 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 she's the reason why I am the way that I am. She's the man that you guys are speaking to is is all based off the fact that my grandmother um, raised me, and, yep. and she's responsible for for this man you're speaking to right now. Mm. And what, what what would you, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot to, to credit her for, but like when you say the man you are, like what, what what would you say is the biggest thing that you learned from her to shape who you are? Because like I said, there's a lot, I'm sure. But like, do you recall like what what was that found pivotal kind of advice or example that she set for you? Um, One, one of the things she said for me was um, don't, Learn to live with regrets. Learn to learn to, to live, live with them. Learn, learn to live with them mm. because awesome. that you know what I'm saying. Because that in itself will show you um, another, another, another side of you, another, another part of you that will open up another door to something you wasn't even thinking about. You know what I mean? Like you had a skill or an idea that came about. So my grandmother. And I also get like the the drive. I get my my drive from my grandmother. Like my hard work. My grandmother, hard worker, uh, determined, um, doesn't give up. Doesn't give up. Does not give up. I get all that from my grandmother. So you got you got some really great qualities from your grandparents. It seems like you know they were pretty much the the, the reason for your successes and your because I'm I'm gonna say something, man. Um, I, I only met you in middle school, correct? And um, what I saw on the court, man, was unlike I've seen anywhere else at the time. Like, you 
you it, it makes sense to have those qualities so early on, aside from the skill. But you had some attributes that just were superseding everybody. And now it makes sense, man. You had that homegrown wisdom of your grandparents. So you would so you cheated, man. You cheated. You had the, you had the cheat code early. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. <laughs> Yo, hold on, hold on. I, I, I want to go back for a second because um, Saint Saint Helena. So, for those that don't know Saint Helena of of Augustine, right? I think is what it is, right? No, no, no. Saint no Saint Saint, Saint Helena's um, elementary school um, over there on um, uh, Olmstead and Benedict. Right. So in, and, um, in the heart of Parchester. In the heart. In the heart of Parchester. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So like um, it's it's a. It was, I mean, when I was coming up. So when we, when my brother and I, when we were at St. Dominic, St. Helena was a problem, uh, mostly because of, of Anthony. I ain't going to front. That's um, right. Uh, and, and, and man, I, and my brother told me that I, I believe the gentleman passed. So, so um, rest in peace. You had him, a point like, guard. Was it, was it, I'm trying to remember now. Um, it was either in your team or in St. Raymond. It was a point guard that passed. I can't remember. Puerto, I think he was a Puerto Rican cat. You know what I'm oh, talking about? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now he wasn't on our team. He wasn't on our it team. Was, he was on Saint Ray. Saint Ray. Yeah, okay. uh, Chris, 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 um, Pierre. Oh, Chris. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. God, 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 God bless his soul, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He, but he, uh, he, uh, uh, was the point guard for Saint Ray's. So, okay. whatnot. so, so you you scored two thousand points at Saint Helena. What are we talking about? Sixth, seventh, eighth grade? Like what? What grades? No, 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 no. Just seventh. Like eighth. all right. So. So just seventh and eighth grade. Yeah, see that that's that's the problem right there. Okay, that's what I want to get at because <laughs> yeah, man. because Julius Hodge mentioned you was dropping 40, 50 on him, and I said to him, "Come on, Jules, like 40, 50? like you you sure you wasn't nah, like?" I, but he's not lying. If you got <laughs> two, <laughs> if you got two <laughs> racks, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, like like for real, and and you know, and 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 for me, honestly, I'm gonna be, you know, I'm definitely during this podcast, I'm gonna be very, very transparent. Yeah. And and let me let me let me say this. Yes, I scored two thousand points in St. Helena's elementary level, but I, you can't you can't even count on on one hand how many people have done that, right? Mm -hmm. Then secondly, it might that 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 talent that gift proceeded into high school, right? Mm -hmm. It did, it did. But we'll get to that a little later. We'll get to that a little later. You, you know, let me just mention this real quick. Um, the reason why I, I for sure am blown away by it, right? I we were playing. My, I was in St. Dominic. We were playing St. Raymond, right at St. Raymond Elementary School. I was literally at the game. We we're getting our ass waxed by St. Raymond when Darnell Miller. I think he dropped a thousand or t I don't know if it was two thousand. I, I just know it was in the thousands, right? And I was like, right, right. Why is it that we get our ass whooped? And is the day that we celebrate him for the, <laughs> the biggest accomplishment in the history. I'm like, yo, yeah. I don't even know if I got 25 points in a season. This guy got a top. So yeah. I know, I know you was elite. And both of y'all played at St. Raymond High School. So I know you was elite. You was a problem. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, yeah, in fact, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. One, one quick question. Do you remember the day that you dropped 2004? Like, do you remember, like, did they make an announcement which team you were playing or whatever? Because I'm curious who was the one that experienced what I experienced when Darnell Miller Who caught the L? That's what he wants to know. <laughs> who got that ass whooped? My <laughs> man, I, 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 I honestly could, I couldn't tell you guys. But, yes, okay. they did They did definitely stop the game uh, when I did it, when I did it both years. And um, I got to, you know, I got to, I really have to uh, give a, a – Big, big, big 
a monumental thanks and and, and love to Father Deverin. Father Deverin, um, I was just was, yeah, man. I, I'm telling you, like he had he Father Deverin uh, doesn't get enough credit for the work that he does uh, with the youth. Uh, up to this day, up to this very moment, you know. Yeah. Um. And 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 you know he is one of the reasons of of my success too, along with my grandmother. Those those two people right there, and 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 my guy, you know, what I'm saying Kevin Martin, uh, AKA Pudge. Everyone know him as Pudge. Yeah. Um. As the coach. He, uh, yeah, he was a coach when I was there. Yeah. Like he, he was coaching us. He was coaching me, and um, you know, he was a person that helped me, like taught me how to shoot. Wow. You know what I mean? He's the person that taught me how to dribble. He was he was a, he was the one that showed that opened the gates for me. So I got I got I got to give him uh, his props. You know what I'm saying? I got to give him his props. But I want to jump back. Just a, go ahead. I, no, I, I want to jump. I want to jump back just a little bit. Go for it. Um. So my grandfather was another reason. Was one of the reasons why I started playing ball. But another reason why I started playing ball was because of my cousin Derek Holmes. I don't think you guys know this, but my cousin used to play at St. Dominic's. He used to play at St. Dominic's. What, what year? What year? Well, I mean, oh, shit, man. How, was, how many years older? How many years older than you is he? Um, I, I'm I'm 37. He got he got to be like about about 46. Okay. About in his 40s. Okay. So, yeah. So so he yeah. So he 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 played at he played at St. Dominic's and he. He motivated me because he was killing too. Wow. <laughs> he was killing too, man. But those are, those, are, those are those two reasons, man. Yeah. Word, word. I have, I have a quick question. Um, the father that you mentioned, not your father. I'm talking about father from um, St. Helena's. De yeah, Father Deverin. De what is his name again? Father Deverin. Deverin. Is he the one that yeah. announced, he was announcing the games right before the, like every game and all-star games, etc. He was the one? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yo, it's, it's so funny because... Because every every year the All Star game will be at St. Helena, and I remember always going there. <laughs> I'll be excited as I don't know what, and I always his voice stays in my head because those are such huge moments for me. That like every time I got invited to an All Star game, it was yeah, so exciting. Yeah, yeah. He set the stage. You know what I mean? Sure, he had a, sure. a unique, a unique, unique voice. He he, he was the Michael yeah. Buffer of uh, the Bronx <laughs> CYO. <laughs> right, 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 right. For sure, for sure. For sure, yo. So, so, um, so you you got into playing ball. You mentioned your uh, Derek Holmes, right? That's your your cousin. Yeah, my cousin. He like and he then, like he like he he like I saw him play, and I got inspired to want to start playing. And you said my grandfather, your grandfather, two reasons. Your grandfather yeah. played at Evander Childs. Is that what you said earlier? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, I don't even know if they have the videos. It's, I mean, we talking about eons now. Yeah, Come yeah, on, we talking yeah, about yeah, eons. Yeah. But sure. he was nice too. My grandfather, Jeru Holmes. He, Jeru Holmes. He was nice. He was nice. Nice. And nice. nice. So, so, so you you yeah, get yeah. you you mentioned Kevin kind of taught you how to shoot, um, and it sounds like would you say your time at St Helena was really where I wouldn't say you pick up the love for the game, but like your your knowledge of self and your basketball ability really came into its own. Oh yes, yes, for sure, for sure. Like, you know, like, you know, a, a lot of people think that, you know, uh, it, it was kind of like some people think it was kind of a fluke. But mm. let me tell you, man, I put a lot of hours in them gyms, man. And I was I was I was driven. I was using strength shoes. I was shooting 500 shots a day. I would wow. be you know what I'm saying? I was I was running constantly. I was dribbling with two basketballs. I mean, I was doing stuff that kids were not doing at my age. Sure. And that's a fact. That's a fact. 
Yo, you, you, let me ask you a quick question because you, you mentioned your head coach at the time of St. Helena taught you how to dribble and shoot, right? My right. question is from the time he got you, how old were you? And then from the time th from that time to the time that you became the Anthony Epps that I knew, which was dominating New York C City and you became a household name in New York City, how much time did it take from that time on? Um, well, let's see, cause I started, I started third, fourth, I would, I would, I would say about, about four years. Wow. Okay. About, 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 it took, it took, it took about four, four years to really, um, to really start coming into my own. Like, and like anything in life, you build, you, you plant the seed, it takes four or five years for it to grow. Mm. It doesn't mm. matter what it is. And that's, mm. that's right. You plant that one seed. It takes one seed, an idea, a thought. And then the action, you take the action, then everything manifests itself. Very simple. What What about those trainings you talked about? Was that you? Did you have these one on one trainings with the coach, or was it something you took upon yourself to say, "Here, let me let me do this extra dribbling, shooting, etc." Really? Did you? Oh, for sure, for sure. Like, I, like, I like, like. Here's the thing. Like, I I was I was better than a lot of the kids at my age, right? Mm -hmm. So what I did, and people, a lot of people don't know this. I played older kids. Yeah, I would play kids grades ahead of me because I, I knew I was better than the kids I was playing against, and I wanted to get better. So I I played against kids that was two, three, four years older than me, mm. and that's how. And that was another reason why I got so good, you know, because I I was, I was really relentless. You know what I'm saying? I was really relentless. Uh, there was there was nothing I felt like I could not do, you know. And uh, yeah, man, it was it was, it was really a great. Great, great experience to have that type of thinking, to have that type of motivation. You know, it was it was great, man. I can't even begin to explain it, man. Who who was? And I know this is a long time ago, and probably irrelevant for a lot of people listening. But I don't give a fuck. When when you think <laughs> back to to your CYO days, who's like? What's the matchup, or or who's the opponent that you was always like, yo, like this is like war. Like who? Who was that person? There was team? nobody. Nobody. No, 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 there was nobody. Um, my, no, you right there. No, no, it's so good. It, yo, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. This is where it's okay to toot your own horn. That's what right. this is about. <laughs> I'm, a, no, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a very humble guy, though. I really am. I, 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 I'm, I'm a, you can, I, you can tell that shit to somebody pie. else. Right now, I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, but you know why we believe you. Because Julius got right up on here and said that the St. Raymond never beat y'all, ever. And I was shocked because I thought St. Raymond ran the table, everybody. But was y'all busting his yeah. ass every yeah. trip? He, he said, yeah, yeah, he, that St. Helena never lost to St. Raymond, ever. Now, nah, we had, you got to understand something. All right, so, all right, so when I was in the uh, sixth grade, I started playing varsity for, but so I was playing with Varsity at St. Helens, and I was playing with Kendall Holloman. So mm. when I was playing with Kendall Holloman, I learned a lot from Kendall Holloman too, because Kendall Holloman, uh, quietest kept was was a problem, man. Was a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? I learned a lot from Kendall, and 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 I, I saw how he moved and how he, how he played, and I and I, I kind of resembled some of his some of his some of his moves, and I incorporated it into my game. You know, and that that's how I was able to start. Like, all right, I got this now. I got this. You know what I mean? And um, it, it really started to really just just flow, man. It just started, really just started to flow, man. Like, and like for like 
to be honest, for, for, all right, so like, all right, so for my family, I told you two people that inspired me, but for like, as far as like outside my family, people in the neighborhood that inspired me to play ball, I don't, I don't think you guys even, you know, this name I'm about to throw at you guys, I don't think you, you might have heard his name, but um, those who listening uh, definitely know what I'm, this person, Clarence Cooper. Clarence, Clarence Cooper was a problem. When it came to basketball, Cl Clarence, I saw Clarence Cooper play. Truman? And I was like, yo. Truman? Clarence Cooper. Huh? Did he go to Truman? Nah, he, nah, he went to St. Ray's. He went to St. Ray's. How about, yo, I'm blanking. Who? What year? Was he yeah. bald? Was he bald-headed? In high school? Yeah, he was bald-headed. Yep. Okay. I, yeah. I remember. I remember the face now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Clarence, Clarence Cooper was a problem, man. Don't get it twisted. So, like, he, like that was a big motivation for me. I used to see him, see Coop play, and I used to go to the North in Parchester, where I used to see, like, Dana Dingle and them be balling and everything, and I'd be like, yo, yo, I'm, I want to play ball, like, for real, for real, I want right. to play ball, man. Like, because, <laughs> like, it, 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 for real, it got me hyped. Like, yo, I, I could do this. I could do this. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? And I so, it. like, yeah. Yeah, man. So, and so, like, it, it really, it really helps shape shape my game in my mind like yeah yeah i could do this like for real like there was no doubt in my mind that i um could play with anybody like anybody you know what i'm saying not just not just my age group but people older than me um and i and i always wanted to play the best i wanted to play the best people you know what i'm saying i, I wanted i wanted i wanted that i wanted that challenge you know because i thought if i was going to play against the best you to play to be the best. You gotta play against the best, sure. and I surely did. I surely did. There's no question about it. You know, now that you mentioned, um, uh, you know, some of your influences, right? I, I was, I'm curious. I'm gonna throw a name out there, an NBA player, and I want. I'm just curious to see if if anybody in the NBA was somebody you try to emulate your game after, or it was like you you followed a certain player. But you reminded me now, looking back, like a Jamal Mashburn, because he was like a big three type, four type player with handle. Who would you? Who that's, would you like? Oh, what, yeah, what? That's, that's funny you say. That. That's funny you say that. Um, I like Jamal Mashburn. I, I like I like I like his game, but my favorite player, um, was Allen Iverson. Mm. Allen Iverson was my favorite player because I always wanted to go to Georgetown University. That was always one of my big dreams, um, because I had I had um. Uh, George um George Thompson at the time was coaching. And um it was just the just the atmosphere at Georgetown. Mm -hmm. Georgetown. I just wanted to be I just wanted to be a part of that. Always wanted to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. So so how does how does St. Raymond come into play? I mean, obviously it's a park just a school, you from the area, but like when it was time to go to high school, what what options did you have? What were you considering? Okay. Um when I when I was in all right, so let me, let me, I'm gonna dig back. I'm gonna jump back a little bit. When I, I, I had, I, I was definitely getting, I was definitely getting recruited by St. Raymond's at a very early age, mm -hmm. a very early age. I, I'm, I would say, and I wasn't even fully developed. Uh, I would say about fifth grade. Fifth grade. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fifth, fifth, fifth grade. So what? You and, had, so you had Mr. You know Scott, Mr. Scott, and Mr. Patnosh was trolling heavy, like, "Yo, it was good. Don't, don't forget about us." Nah, nah, no, nah, 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 nah. It wasn't. Nah, not even them. Nah, it was the big dog. It was Gary D. 
the big dog, Gary D, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was, yes. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, def I was definitely, I was definitely, um, and like I said, uh, St. Ray's and Gary D was, uh, uh, going after, was, was very, very, very interested in me. Very interested in me. Um, and then Ohalos. Ohalos was the school that I know I should have went to. I went, I, 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 that's the school I feel like I should have went to. Okay. And I, when you, you guys can ask that question a little bit later, but I definitely should have went to Ohalos. Ohalos would have been a better fit for my personality and my game, for sure. That would have that would have put you with uh, Randy Williams back in that day, right? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and let me let me tell you, let me tell you, I want I, I, I want to throw this picture at you now. I want right. to throw this picture at y'all. You had you had Randy Williams, right? And shout out to Randy because Randy mentioned me on on your podcast. Yeah, yep. um, yes. and I also shout out to Jules because shoot Jules uh showed love and uh and 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 gave me some props. So shout out to Jules as well. But Randy Williams, Charles Henson, yeah, mm -hmm. um, Richard, Richard Bailey. Yes, oh, he went to All Hallows. I didn't yes. know that. Yes, yo, yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah, he, he was at was it St. John Christossen for yeah elementary. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I, yeah, didn't, yeah. I, I didn't realize he went to Hollows either. This is gonna be fun. We gotta get we gotta get Richard. Shit. Okay. So that's y'all yeah, for sure. Y'all yeah. four would have been crazy already. And who that's else? That's crazy. Yeah. 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 And then and then and then you're thinking if uh. There was there was a couple other kids there, but that that four right there would we that would have been a problem, man. And who was I'm, and, I'm and it was right now, and it was a, coach Ed, Ed Gonzalez, right? Was the coach at the time? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just had um, Coach Ed. Coach yeah. Ed's a good dude, man. Yeah, he is. Yes. Good, good, good guy, man. Let me, I, I was let, listening to the podcast and whatnot. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Now looking back, right from St. Raymond freshman year, how did Ohalo's favor against St. Raymond? Well, uh, you know, against each other at the time. And do you feel like you could have been? Because I don't remember that kind of like the freshman year. Who, how, who was the better team at the time as a freshman? Oh, man. Come on, man. St. Ray's was stacked, bro. <laughs> we, had, we, we were stacked, bro. Like, like for what? St. Ray's was stacked. Who? Who was on there? We were Jules, McCray, oh, you. Meek. All right. So I, I'm going to throw names out. I'm going to try to remember. You got me, you got Chris McCray, you got Jules Hodge, you got uh Quan Pickney, you got Shamel Good, you got Sam, Sam Green, you got two, I forget the twins. It was I think it was the uh, I forget their names. It was the two Puerto twins. Ricans? The Puerto Ricans? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I, I Alvarez. I think. Yeah. Alvarez. Yeah. Oh, the John, the dudes with the Andre curly hair, hair, right? Yeah, with the froze. Right, right, right. The, they got they right, probably right. had and like then, a laundromat then, in uh Parkchester. Yes. Right. They did. They did. <laughs> No, I know my right, shit. Right, and also, <laughs> also, also, um, I believe on Andre Nilla, Andre Nilla was also on that team. Oh, yeah. So we, so that 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 team was loaded, man. Wow. That team, um, I, that team was loaded, man. That, yeah. Don't let no one tell you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. So what? So what happens? You get to St. Raymond, and um, because you started to say like you think Ohalos is a better fit. What? When did that? realization kind of hit junior year mm. junior year for me it hit um and i you know what i'm saying this is where the part my grandmother said you gotta learn to live with regrets mm. 
Um, I definitely, I definitely should have went to Ohio's. And the reason why I should have went to Ohio's was because uh, coach at the time, coach John Carey and coach Ed Gonzalez were really, they was recruiting me, but it was a different type of recruiting. You understand what I'm saying? It was a different type of recruiting. Uh, interest, I, I felt that they was interested in Anthony Epps. Not Anthony Epps, the basketball player, okay. but Anthony Epps, the young man. You know? Yep. So that 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 was the reason why. And I'm going to tell you something. My grandmother wanted me to go to Ohio's. She wasn't keen on me going to St. Ray's. Mm. She was mm. not keen. And, either, and, I don't, and, and I don't, I, in my opinion, I don't think Father Devon was keen on me going to St. Ray's. Yes. But wow. every every yes, but everybody knew that I was I wanted to go to a powerhouse, you know. Uh, uh, a, a lot, a lot, a lot of a lot of things were said to my grandmother. Uh, promises were made to my grandmother that if I went to that school, that I would be something. I w I, I was going to be able to play when I was supposed to play. Mm -hmm. So okay. that didn't. So that's when that didn't happen. You know, just kind of like almost like a whirlwind. But go ahead. So my question is like it, now looking back in retrospect, had you have been in Ohio's, would you guys would have been if you think you would have been stacked enough to compete against St. Raymond? Had you been yes. in Ohio's, even though they were low? Yes, yes. You what? Do you do? Do you think otherwise? No, 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 do no, no. Think otherwise? No, my brother. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. I'm just. I'm curious because. I, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is what I'm asking because I know I remember San Raymond being loaded top to bottom. It felt like every yeah, player that, and you know, you know, a team is more than just a few players. You know, it's a, it's it's. Right. If you have a great bench, you could probably outlast the team if if you're if you're both stuck. Right. So I'm the, that's the reason I right. ask you that. But now looking back, I look, look, look. Richard Bailey was a scorer. Charles Henson block shots, rebound. Yourself, you was a scorer. Randy Williams did a little bit of everything. So I know y'all would have been more complete with you because you would have been the leading scorer on that team, hands down. Because I know Richard could score, right. but I, you could score the ball like nobody's business. Eyes so. closed. Hate you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hate you. Because you, you, you can't <laughs> score 2,000 points in middle school when you got – what was the clock back then? What? What? How many minutes? Eight minutes, quarters? And, yo, stop. Eight, eight, so. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. I think eight minutes. Yo, it, eight, it was still eight, short. Yeah, it wasn't 12. I think, it wasn't, yeah, the quarters were short, man. It wasn't long. Yeah. It wasn't long saying, quarters. It was short. For you to score 2,000 points in the season with eight-minute quarters. You were not. You were not. That's all. That's it. That's, that's what it is. We're going to be transparent. You is a nut. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I just, I, I, I prefer the ball to be in my head at that time. That's a nice way of putting it. Put it like this. My with my type of game, if the ball was in my hand, and I, I prefer to get get the ball and go. Yeah. Cause I for me for me like um I definitely had a had had a had a attitude of, of of just going out there and playing the game. Just play the game. And like and I got that from Father Deverin. Just go out there and enjoy the game. Play the game. Don't get so caught up in what you're doing and not doing. Play the game. And that mm. that kind of that kind of just stuck with me. So, you know. That was definitely one of the reasons why, you know, what I mean, I, I, uh, you know, felt the way I felt at that time. Yo, um, I, first of all, I just want to say, like, the idea that you went to St. Raymond, I could understand it as a kid. I, I also want to reinforce, like, it's tough to expect a young man to make the best decision of his life 
at such a young age, you know what I mean? And that's why it's it's tough to really and I know look, it's and I think this is why it's important, I think, that your story get told because we need to we need to put this on for young people to understand, like, yo, sometimes you gotta go with who wants you, the person, versus who wants you, the ball player. Because we had Coach Gonzalez on here uh, a couple podcasts ago when he was talking just that. He's like, I don't care about them, the player. I care about them, the person. I want them to make the best decision for their career and their future. Right. So, I'm sorry. No, you Yeah, so, so, you, so, so, but do you see how what you just said? Do you see the comparison? Do you see what I, what I, what I just said and what he just said? Like I, I like if I was thinking or more so like thinking of a person of coaches that actually because let's you know the system is the system is broken. Mm, sure. High school circuit, high the high school circuit is corrupt as hell, right? And the AAU the AAU circuit is is saturated, it's oversaturated, mm-hmm. and sponsor driven, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. I'm maybe I might be I'm talking a little crazy, but those who know basketball know what I'm saying. Sure, you understand sure. what I'm saying. Sure. Those those on the those that know know, um, right. and so, and, and so like, for me it was it was definitely a a, a choice that you know what I'm saying I was thinking like yo like this is a powerhouse straight up it, it was a, it was a powerhouse Saint Ray's was a powerhouse and it still it still is a powerhouse. Well, well I, I, at that time, real quick, it, I'm sorry to cut your teeth. If if you had to look at it again, right? When you were looking at yourself going in from St. Helena to St. Raymond, did you envision where did where was your position that you envisioned yourself on the team, knowing the talent that was there? Like, did you envision yourself? Like, did you? And I'm just asking. I'm not trying to because sh- I don't remember the full team like you do. But did you mm-hmm. see yourself? Like, wh- what was the pecking order if you had to look at it from as a freshman? Who was like number one, two, three, like that? If you had to look back at it now. Um. Let me see. Uh, I would say Chris, myself, um, Quan, Quan Pickney, and and Julius. Now, if we had to go another fourth person, it would probably be Julius. It would be Julius. Freshman year. Okay. Freshman year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so then now, now, what about? Did you, did you have a question, T? Not yet. All right. What about sophomore year? Now, take us to the. So you 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 did your thing in saw in freshman year. I remember. Yeah, did y'all win the chip in freshman year? I, I know y'all was just making a lot of noise freshman year. No, no, we no, we didn't win the chip, but we uh the we got off. People got off, and I was one of those people that got off. That what was you year. scoring? What was you scoring in, in freshman year? Like how many points average? I, I was on average maybe like maybe like 12, 13 points. You gotta okay. think now. Uh, you got to think now. You you had you had Chris McCray who was, who was averaging like eighteen. You had right. Quan's averaging about you know what I'm saying around twelve. Around you know like all in the teens kind of. Right. So the ball had to be the ball had to be shared. But again, right. everyone was able to get everyone was able to go off. Mm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Everyone was able to go off. But let me let me let me let me jump back a little bit. I, I want to jump back before we went before we went into high school. Um, ninth grade. Uh, me and me and Corn Pickney went out to uh to went out to we went on our way to Kids, I think it was Kids Kids Bay. And we was getting ready to go go try to shoot around or whatever. And so we had saw uh Artie Green. Mm. And uh we asked him, Yo, you guys wanna go play in this tournament in in uh in uh, uh in uh, North mm-hmm. Show? And we was like, Yeah. So we so we we so we ended up going 
and um, we end up playing a guy. This we end up playing against a guy named Ben Gordon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, we play nice. against a guy named Ben. Against a guy Ben Gordon, a little, a little, I, little known I, guy named Ben Gordon. <laughs> you can't little fame. Exactly. <laughs> just some guy, some, some dude, some random cat. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. So we, um, we, uh, and that, and that's when they used to call him. He, they, his nickname was all about the Benjis. Mm. That's what they used to call him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. He was cool. He was cute too, and he and he saw he saw me. I saw him, and there was a mutual respect uh, for each other. You know what I mean? And uh, we actually we played them, and uh, we beat them. Wow, we beat them. You know what I mean? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I had about like twenty five or something. I, I, you know, I would whatever. I, would say, I, I scored a lot of points. That's all I could say. So wait, so so Green, Green just pulled y'all off the street, basically. Like y'all was on your way to Kiss Bay, and he was like, "Yo, y'all." What y'all doing? Nothing? Oh, let's just let's jump in the van. Let's go do this tournament right quick. Is that how it went? Fact. Wow. Yeah, facts. Dead ass. Wow. <laughs> Transparency, man. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Exactly how it went. Yo, that's let, exactly let, how it went. Let me ask you let me ask you a quick question. Did you know if Corn picked me prior to San Raymond as far as a ball player? Say that again. Did you know if Quan picked me as a ball player prior to St. Raymond? Oh, prior. Oh, um, yeah, I knew about Quan because he was at Riverside Church. Okay, okay. Did y'all ever play? Church. Did y'all ever play each other? Nah, we didn't play each other. He played. He played in other. He played with on like AAU circuit and whatnot before I did. And I played with a well, Riverside later, later on and whatnot. So why'd you go okay. play at Riverside versus the Chos? Just curious. Who, pull, uh, who pulled you into the Hawks? There was coaches that knew coaches. You know what I'm saying? Coaches that knew coaches. So they was like, yo, I got this kid. Who is he? Blah, 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 blah. All right, tell him to come. That, and that was how, that's, how, that's how it went. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that, that's how it went. And I, I rocked out with Riverside for a couple of games, a couple of years, in and out, in and out with, with uh, Riverside. And... um. The, the summer after the summer after my my freshman year, um, we we actually played against, and this is when it, I think it was at the time, if I'm not mistaken, it was called, um, the Bronx Ravens, the Bronx Ravens. Yep. So the Bronx Ravens, we, we so it was pretty it was pretty much the same team that was on the freshman team, right. with addition to like some other components. Like Andre um, Barrett, we played. Was he on one. that squad? Yeah, no, 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 no. no Andre Barry, Andre Barry, and them played oh, a little later. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, they, okay. They, they, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so it was like it was like it was like me, Chris McCray, uh, Quan, they lied to the freshman team, Jules, and a couple other people. And we end up playing. This is freshman year, y'all. We end up playing, and this and I ain't gonna hold you. And I don't know, no one, no one, no one's gonna tell this story, but I'm gonna tell it. <laughs> We end up playing against. I'm keeping it funky, y'all. Right, let's do it. We end up playing. I'm dead honest. We end up playing. Uh, Wagner. Ooh. I don't know if you guys are familiar with yeah. Dewan Wagner. Come on, man. Okay. Yeah. So we 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 we, we, we lost. <laughs> Let me say that we lost. But uh, we a lot of us was able to get off and stuff. But he, that that dude went off on us, man. I'm gonna keep it funky with you. Uh, <laughs> he used to, I'm gonna keep it funky with you. He, dro- he, he has like 
most high school points or something. He got a crazy amount. I think he dropped like a fifty point game or something. I, I remember hearing it back in the days. He got he got picked. Yeah, hell yeah. He got mm-hmm. picked early. He was like a lottery pick in the in the NBA. No. Yeah. 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 Guys, listen. Let me tell you. Every 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 everybody I played against either went to the NBA or 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 was. Was top D one. It wasn't like low D one. Top D one. Wow. Top D one. Yeah, I, I have a question, and, and forgive me because we're gonna jump around. But just just bear with me because I'm a Pisces. We like to jump around. Real House quick. of pain, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my, I feel you. What'd you say? What'd you say? House of pain. That's I feel you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so so let me let me ask you a question. Let's say let's say ideally, right? Let's talk about Anthony Epps in an ideal situation. Now that you've played against all these top names at the time, where do you think you would have fared against them coming out of high school, et cetera, if, if, if you were in the ideal situation? Let's say, for example, you were in Ohalos, you were the man in Ohalos. I'm just curious, and I'm not, I know I'm jumping around, but I want to get back to it, but I'm just, mm-hmm. it burns a hole in my head because I'm, I know that you know your skill level. I've seen your skill level. But you only you were there because I didn't see you play against all these top names. I'm curious as to where you saw yourself in comparison to those types of players at the time. Um, some of those, I would, I would, I would say like D. Wagner was a little bit was D. Wagner, D. Wagner was a little bit of a problem. I ain't gonna sure. hold you, you know. What right. I mean? Um. Right. So I know, I know, I need I, for a player like that. I know I had to get back in the gym and. And I had to work on some stuff because, just, you know, what I mean, he was that type of player. You know what right. I mean? Right. You had to like you like you, like you had to you had to you had to really bring your A game. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if I ideal situation, if I was at Hollows, um, I would I would I would definitely have got a lot of accolades, guaranteed. Sure. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind. All all, all city, all American, all that. I would have got I would have got all those accolades. Why? You know, why? What, what do you think? What do you think was what what would have been the difference? Is it playing time? Like, just was the playing? Okay, playing exposure. Got it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I, 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 you know, um, like I said, um, I didn't get any exposure when it really counted. You understand know what I'm saying? And so, uh, like the Dre Barrett in them when they went to go play when it switched over to New York Ravens, I didn't. I wasn't part of that circuit. You know what I mean? Mm. So that. Hurt my stock. That hurt me. And and, and 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 again, it was all new to me because like I'm 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 thinking like it's it's about like basketball, just regular basketball. I'm thinking this is all right. We we compete, we play. You know what I'm saying? I'm not thinking about AAU circuits and rankings and all this other. I'm not. I wasn't. No one. Well, maybe Jews because Jews is on it. Jews Jews is on all that. I was definitely reading and all that type of stuff. Uh, we all was, but I wasn't really informed like that about that type of stuff. You know what I mean? And what 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 was what was missing for you to have that? Because I, I know you mentioned like your your grandfather had passed. You know when you I guess started high school, he probably would have been somebody that may have been able to kind of help you navigate that. Um, but like, it w- was it just simply you didn't have a resource that knew the landscape well enough to guide you? Was that what was lacking? Yeah, that, well, that, that was uh, not not having an in-house father definitely impacted me too. Yes, yes, yeah. the answer is yes. Damn, um, I didn't have if I if I if I, if I yeah didn't and you know again a lot of kids a lot, a lot of young men come you know they're raised by their grandparents or their parents single families 
You know, and it's like that. It's just unfortunate, but it's, it, it is what it is. Yeah. And so um, I, I was definitely in that category. You know what I'm saying? And my grandmother, again, she played two roles, man. She played my grandmother. Put like this. My grandmother played four roles. She played my mother. She played my father. She played my grandfather. And she played a grandmother. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother would play four roles. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So she had it. She had and working two jobs just to make sure wow. that I was okay. You know what I mean? So it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy growing. It was not easy. So this is why I pushed myself so much with basketball. You understand? Like, it, like in my mind, I wasn't thinking college. I mean, yes, I wanted to go to top Division one school. I wanted to go to Georgetown, but my ideal goal was to go to the NBA. Yep. Because sure. I, I did not. I, yeah, because I did not want my grandmother to struggle. I didn't want her to struggle like that. You know what I mean? And and it hurt me when I wasn't able to do that. Um, but I later on in life was able to to gather the pieces together, put the pieces together, and you know what I'm saying? I was put it like this. I wasn't able to make millions playing basketball, but guess what? I'm gonna be making millions with businesses, investments, and everything else. Mm. No, but you know, you know, Abs, listen, uh, let me just say this, man. This is the beauty of you telling your story. It's that you have a lot of jewels that you're dropping on the next generation. You know what I mean? I know for sure your son is going to reap many of the benefits that you've, because of all the experiences that you went through, because you are a person, you're going to guide him, assuming he wants to play ball. I'm pretty sure you're going to force his hand on on playing basketball because Mm -hmm. your ass. I don't. I'm going to die, no, let me tell you, man. Like, I literally don't tell my like my kids. I mean, let me tell you who told my, tell, my I don't even tell my wife about my about me playing basketball. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I said, I got a beautiful wife. Yeah, I don't tell my I don't talk about basketball. Man, put on I'm put a family on man. I, I'm a businessman. I don't know my time for that. Why why don't you talk about uh-huh. it? Why don't you talk about it? Because I mean those are you know, as we're talking about it, obviously there were some challenges, but I think generally speaking, I get the vibe that they were happy moments in life, right? Of course. Of course. There was definitely a lot of happy moments for me. But I I and and this is something I'm working on. You know what I'm saying? Not to and this is any any parents that's listening to this can 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 grasp this and, and apply it to you know to your life and your kids. Don't fear telling your kids about your past. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't be ashamed of it. Don't if, if 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 it was something that was, uh uh that was great, tell them. If it was something that was bad, tell them. Mm-hmm. Be transparent with your kids because then your kids will have a better understanding of which way they need to go, and they'll understand mommy or daddy's journey. You understand? But to answer your question, Emilio, or, or reply to your statement, I do not. I repeat, I do not tell my kids about basketball, and I do not. Forced awesome. them to want to play basketball. They, my they, daughter, you whack, son. One. You whack. You got to lock them in the basketball Yo, gym. Well, well, then you put them on the interview so I can tell them if you weren't going to do it. <laughs> but but, but they, they, they literally found out from my grandmother. My grandmother tells my kids how great uh, of a basketball player I was and, and, and explains to them. And so my kids came up to me about six, well, about six or seven months ago. And I guess my grandma must have been like, I want to tell Anthony's story to them. Because the next time I pick, when I pick my kids up from my grandmothers, they're telling me, Daddy, you used to play basketball? And why didn't wow. you tell me you were so good? Why, why, Daddy, you got, no, I'm mad at you. You're supposed to tell us that you was that good. Yeah. I want to play basketball. 
So it's like you now see? I'm like, oh god. <laughs> so wait. So oh man. So I got to teach my kids. Is your nine year old like really serious about I, I, even the five year old? Both of yeah, them? yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, they've been, they've been. My, put it like this. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna say this, and then you guys can run with it. My wife says, "When you gonna teach? When you gonna start teaching them?" My wife says this to me. Yeah. When you gonna start teaching them? So yeah, so it's 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 coming. It's coming. That's and then if, if my let me, I'm telling you, I'm I'm listen. If my if my my daughters, my I'm listening, man. If my kid, if my kids start playing basketball, it's gonna be a problem in New York or Georgia or wherever I'm we at. It's let, gonna be a monumental problem. Let, let me ask you a, a question. Let me ask you a question because I I know we talked about like living with regrets, right? Um, not not to say that if you could pick one, what would it be? More so, you. Obviously, you lived your path, right? You you identified right. some of the challenges that if if not if they weren't challenges or you would have been able to overcome them, things could have ended up differently. You might have been able to get to Georgetown and so forth and so on. How do you become both the father and the coach to whatever degree, right, um, for your kids? To navigate them to get them to their fullest potential, like what what are you looking at as you're thinking about? All right, you know, my kids are showing interest. How are you thinking about laying the groundwork so that they can maximize their potential as far as they want to take it? Because a lot of it is not you opening doors for them; it's their hard work. But how right. how, how do you complement right. their hard work if they're doing that part? Um. Informing them, teaching them, te te teaching them, teaching them. First of all, my my approach with them now has been about life. I teach my kids first about life. I teach them that if you believe in something, it can happen. It can happen. Never, and I and I tell them this. Don't if if your daddy tells you you can't do something, it's a lie. If mommy tells you you can't do something, it's a lie. If someone in the street, a stranger, coach, mentor tells you you're not good enough, you can't do it, that's a lie. Hmm. You understand? So I, that's what I teach my kids. Don't take no for answer and believe in yourself. Understand that your mind is your strongest attribute. If you have your mind intact, you will. You will manifest anything you desire. Facts. No. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If I knew what if I knew what I knew now, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. If I knew what I knew now back then, oh boy, because I, I, I was just pure talented. I was just I was literally a gym waiting to be groomed, right? And that was the problem with me going to St. Ray's. I wasn't groomed. Mm. I was I, I was raw talent. I was raw talent. So uh, jumping. All right, so we we finished our freshman year. Wait, 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 wait. You just laid down. <laughs> You just laid that motivation for me that, to be honest, I want to grab you and hug your ass because I'm motivated. <laughs> and you ain't going to gloss over that speech and just, and just act like you ain't saying no, no Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. speech on our ass. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, well, but listen. <laughs> you ain't going to just well, gloss over. It, Hell no. Listen, listen, man. You know, I, 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 I teach my kids this, man. I really do. My wife would tell you that like, my kids be sometimes my kids be looking like oh dad here you go again but like i really <laughs> i like i i embed it, i swear to you i embed it into them i like i tell them you can do anything you want to do 
And I mean that. Like, if you want to be a doctor, go ahead and be a doctor. If you want to be a lawyer, go ahead and be a lawyer. If you want to start a business, go ahead and start a business. If you want to be a basketball player professionally, be a basketball player professionally. There's no limitations on uh, in this world. The limitations that people that people have is that we put on ourselves. Yeah, we put on ourselves. But not only, but not only, but not only that, not only that, not only the limitation we put on ourselves or a lack of confidence. Because your confidence has to be high in order for you to reach your goal. If you have low confidence, you're not going to reach your goal, mm-hmm. right? Agreed. And, Agreed. And, and 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 so for me, you know, if that was some of that was some of the some of the struggles I had going into my junior year. But to back up a little bit, so all right, so sophomore year, Julius mentioned that I, we tried out for varsity. Yeah. All right. So we tried out for varsity, and and I knew for a fact that I was supposed to play sophomore on on, on, on I knew for a fact. There's no, there's no denying this, okay? Um, but here's the thing. Uh, there was a new recruit by the name of, uh, I think his name was Fred, uh, Frederick Calabaxi or something. He was a French kid. But Frenchy. We call him Frenchy. I remember Frenchy. Okay? Right. So that, they brought him in uh, to... And that was literally that was literally my position I was supposed to be playing on uh, the team. Uh, so, so sophomore year, sophomore year. Now we talking we talking facts now. Right. We talking facts because because I was if, if, if we if we being if we being real and being transparent, Chris McCray was right. Chris McCray was guaranteed to go play uh, varsity um, after freshman year, mm-hmm. right? Guaranteed. I was right there, but I, I need I needed to prove myself. Uh, a little bit, just a little bit, not too much, but I had to prove myself. And, <laughs> and, and so I did, I had to prove every, everything for me. Listen to y'all, everything in my life has been hard. I never got anything easy, anything. I mean, this is just what it's been, you know what I mean? But I always keep a positive attitude about everything. So, um, we try out for the team. We don't make it. I feel like we sh- I should have made the team. I feel like I, I, I know I should have made the team. Um, but I ended up playing JV with uh, with Coach Tony Irelli. Irelli, Irelli, yeah. And rest in peace. Yeah, and rest I, in I, peace. I, rest in peace. Let me tell you guys, man. He's a. I have so many good people in my life at, at, that kind of helped me. Uh, you know what I mean? I really did. I had some good people in my life that really was there for me. Um, the only good thing I was missing was an in-house father. That's the only thing I was missing. Mm-hmm. Only thing I was missing. I, I promise you that. Yeah, and guys, what about to say? I, I just want to show. I want to show you guys something real quick, real quick, real quick. I'm in my room. Check this out. Can you guys see that up there? For those yeah, listening to the podcast, Yo, can't see the video. No. He's showing off a bunch of trophies earned <laughs> back in elementary <laughs> school. Those are my Saint Dominic trophies, homie. I don't give a fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm almost. Yo, let me tell you a quick story. Now I'm gonna let you get finished. I had a, a, I had a girl a few years ago. I was about to get rid of all of them. You know, I, I literally put them in a bag. She found them, then my mom found them. And she's like, what you, what you doing with this? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to throw them out. I'm going to get, you know, get, get renewed. She was like, yo, what? Hell no. You heard those. I was like, I guess you're right. <laughs> so yeah, they wasn't, they wasn't doing participation <laughs> trophies all that much back then. It was like, you getting it because you earn it. Oh, right. you it's true. Right, it was like right, all-star right. games and like I have an MVP or... 
something like that trophy. But the point is, I earned it. It wasn't like they just gave out trophies just because you played. So anyway, I just right. said that because right. if I have these trophies, surely you got way more accolades let's, than I do. You do better it. bring them to the top. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will on on, on, a, on a later date. Right now, um, uh, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm actually we me we getting ready. Me and my family get ready to get a house and move. So okay. we oh, everything everything packed away. You know what I'm saying. Oh, like you literally uh, so. in process to to make a move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, dope. Yeah, yeah. Dope. yeah, yeah. So we, we, so, so it's been, it's been, like I said, it's been, it's been a, it's been a stressful year, but it's been a great year for my family. You know That's what I'm saying? And, um, we all, like I said, we all making adjustments during this quarantine and, and during this uh, police brutality, uh, and the world just needs to have love. You know what I mean? It really does, man. Like people okay. need to, to stop, to stop trying, try, trying to bring other people down, and just, just love people, enjoy life. Because when you wake up in the morning, guess what? You blessed. You woke exactly. up that morning, you blessed. You Agreed. are blessed. You were able to see another day. The, the gratitude in that should be, oh, man, I better make the most of this day. Because mm -hmm. I'm not guaranteed tomorrow. I'm not guaranteed tomorrow. And if I was, if, if, I, if I was guaranteed tomorrow, then maybe, yeah, I, I might slack off. But I'm not. So every day you got to. You got to plan your day. You got to write down your goals. You got to know what you want to do with your life. Because mm -hmm. if you don't, guess what? Life is going to pass you by and you're going to be looking back and be like, damn, what the hell? What, 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 I, I just missed the whole day. I just missed the whole boat. The entire, the high, the entire cruise, <laughs> I just missed it. <laughs> yeah, man. You got to plan. You got to plan your life, man. You got to plan your life. So you were, you you were saying how, how significant um, Tony Iarelli was and kind of that, that junior year, uh, sorry, sophomore year. Um, some of the some of the trials there. Can, can you go back to that for a sec? Yeah. All right. So, Coach Tony Tony Arelli, Oh man, God, God bless God bless the dead. Um, yeah. Was a was a wonderful one wonderful wonderful teacher, a wonderful person, a wonderful. Mm -hmm. I mean, really a good a good human being. And uh, he sorely missed. He helped me a lot, man. Let me tell you, he helped me a lot. Um, gave me a lot of guidance. Even though I didn't play bosses, I ended up playing JV. Um, and uh, he he gave me a lot of support because he know he 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 knew that I felt that I should be playing varsity, but he For said, sure. "Listen, you take this, you take you you take you take this lesson, you take you take that lesson and you apply it to you playing now and do what you got to do now." And that's and so that's what I did. That's what I did. I end up I I literally end up playing JV, and I was uh, JV. I, I did my thing. I did my thing, straight up. Because uh, we 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 played we played against a, a slew of people. One of the, one of the top people at the time he came he was a he was a freshman. What and he and we played against him was Lenny Cook. Yeah, Lenny mm -hmm. Cook. This is Lenny Cook now. Before Lenny Cook was Lenny Cook and played LeBron James. Now, right? We talking about he was raw. Lenny Cook was raw, very raw talent, man. Very very raw. And we played him. And I. I he, think he we was at a, won. I'm not a, sure we won. I'm not, I think we won, but it we it was a tight game. Was it? He was coming out of school in Brooklyn, was it? No, nah, Lasalle. He was going to Lasalle. Oh, Lasalle, Lasalle. He was, yeah, I, I believe I believe it was it was him. Uh, I believe it was him and Famous Brown. If Famous Brown was if he wasn't playing varsity, but definitely Lenny Cook. Yeah, and Lenny Cook was going off. I, mean, I think he had thirty on us, <laughs> but I had, wow. I had a good twenty. <laughs> okay, I had a good twenty, a solid twenty against Lenny Cook. Was so, that a guard? Okay, I, I, 
Yeah, we, yeah, I was guarding him. He was guarding me. I was guarding him. Uh, he was an animal, man, straight up. Mm. He was 6'6 six, six and an animal. I was only like 6'2", 6'3", 6'2", 6'2 and a half. But I was strong, though. I was, I was just as strong as an ox. Yeah. So, right. like, you know what I mean? Even though you're bigger than me, I'm strong. Like, so you ain't going to be trying to, like, bully me. That ain't, that ain't happening. Right. That ain't right. happening. So, yeah. So that, so, that, so that was, you know, that year, we did pretty well that year. It wasn't a great year, but we did pretty well that year. We did pretty well that year, for sure. Hmm. Tell me, tell me about like junior year when you when you were um, not playing varsity. Did the idea of you transferring ever enter your mind, like to Hollows or any other school, or was it just like you know you felt you had a good support in like Tony Irelli or whoever you know Mr. Patnash or whoever was in St. Raymond still had your back? Did you just feel like the ties were too strong? Did you feel like it was too late to make such a change because maybe it would impact your play or? Or what was going through your mind at the time? Uh, at that time, I was thinking I, it crossed my mind. It did. It did cross my mind to leave um, because, like I said, my grandmother was made promises were made to my grandmother. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I was being recruited uh, from from the age of like like fifth grade, like fifth grade, like fifth fourth grade, and I was and I used to go to to the St. Raymond's basketball camps. You know what I'm saying? I used to go to the camps, okay? And so I used to go to the camps, and I used to, I used to, I, I played against everybody. It was doing well. And I learned, I did, I did, at their camps, I must admit, I did learn uh, how to dribble better. I did. They, they, I learned a lot of techniques that was, were very helpful in my development. I, I have to admit that, for sure. For sure. So that's what, that was, that was in the back of my mind was another reason why I was like, oh, man. You know, I learned at St. Ray's. So I, if I come here, I'll learn some more. And I, you know what I mean? So that was my thought process going into St. Ray's. Mm. So, so, my, so my, was, was choosing St. Ray's. So you as a, as a, a player, right? Um, like we went to St. Raymond as students. You went primarily, well, you, you, I guess your, your aim was to play, right? Obviously education was, I'm sure important, but you went in there with, sure. a, with a player mindset. You right. looking back, would you say St. Raymond was a school for I, I don't I don't want to make it sound like you're not but like for for more prepared athletes versus those that need to be kind of taking their raw talent there's an ability already established but then they need to be molded is that that type of player not necessarily would have fared that well when you went to St. Raymond um I like I said, if I if if I would if I would have went to Ohalos, yeah, I, I I felt like I would I would I would I would definitely have developed the way I was supposed to develop, and got the exposure that I was supposed to get. But the development piece, like you think they just would have taken more, they would have been able to take more time to develop you there versus at St. Ray's, where you know, because the other thing to look at is they got so much right, like they would have. So many players up and down. Freshman through through senior, you had all sorts of cats. I I'm sure yeah, Hollows had a lot, a lot of, I'm sure Hollows had a decent crew also, but like St. Raymond was just like I guess a lot, right? So right. Be, being able to develop, I guess, might be difficult for that coaching staff, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, development probably was was difficult, but uh, St. Raymond's was a school that always over over, over recruited. Yeah, they always over recruited. Yeah, always, and that you know that that's that's everyone and everyone knows that. Yep. that's no secret. You know what I mean? And, and so that was definitely uh, something that 
I didn't take into consideration. I wasn't even thinking about, you know, I was just thinking about, I want, the, the main objective was I wanted to play basketball. It's a powerhouse school. If my name, my name is already there, but I got to put more work in. I got to put more work in. Mm -hmm. And if I put the work in, I'm going to be good. But, you know, and I, you know, and, 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 and I was good. There was no, there was no doubt in my mind that I wasn't good. I, I know, I know for a fact I, I was, there's, there's no way you play against the players that I played against and, and do, do well. what I did. Yeah, and do well, okay. <laughs> and these people go. These people go to the NBA. These people go into D one schools. And I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm I'm holding my own. I'm busting their ass. But however you want to categorize it, I'm in the mix. Yep. There's no reason. There's no reason for me not to go to Division one. There's no reason. There's Agreed. no reason at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so and, and so and so. You know, I, I put a lot of work in. People think I just put at work in, in elementary school. But no, I put a lot of work in high school, too. When I got to high school, I was literally running around Parchester, the whole outside of Parchester, to get in shape. I used to run around the Oval eight times. You know, four times would make a mile. So I run around the Oval, and then I used to run around part, the whole entire Parchester. The whole entire Parchester. And I used to do that after practices. After practices, after going to practices and doing that. And then, then me and Chris McCray will go to St. Helena's and put up uh, 200, 300, 400 shots wow. after practices. So this is something we were doing on a daily, freshman and sophomore year. And mind you, Chris was, was on varsity sophomore year, but me and, Chris was, me and Chris was close. And me and Chris would link up and go, and, and go to the gym and work out, mm. constantly work out. We put the work in. The work was there. The work ethic was there. The talent was there. It was there. Do, do you feel because I was you know what I'm learning in life now is like relationships are, are are as important as it gets right do you feel like now looking back that your relationships maybe with Gary D or or whoever could have kind of helped elevate your game to where you should have been was lacking at the time maybe you didn't have the kind of relationship you should have had not because of your end maybe from their end or vice versa do you think that had anything to do with it? Because I, I know your talent level was there, or else they wouldn't be recruiting you from the fifth grade. I mean, it makes no sense they recruit you so early and then they turn around and say, oh, right, he's, right, he's right. garbage. It, it doesn't, that doesn't compute. Right, 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 exactly. So I'm not. Right, so you, got, not you, got, you 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 got, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, you, I'm no, answer no, your no. question. Yeah, no, no, so that's my question. That's my question. All right, so you got, you got, you got, you got, you got to look at that now. You got to look at this, the, the, the sequence, the sequence you just made, this, the scenario you just stated, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if I was getting recruited since the fifth grade, right? Getting, 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 getting gym bags and 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 and, and uh, Adidas gear and K Swiss gear, right? If I was getting, all, I was getting all that type of stuff, then I get to school. And I like again, and and and, I, and as a child, you know, as a child, you know, a child is very is very fragile. A teenager is very fragile. Okay, talented, not from the top level to the lowest level. Kids, we're talented. We're very, very fragile, very fragile. But do I? Can you repeat the question? I got because I got a little lost in my throat. No problem. I just what I want to know is: Do you feel looking back that there was there wasn't you didn't build either you didn't build or they didn't build with you the kind of relationship you could have had either with Gary D or whoever could have helped you to hit the prominence in high school that would have set you up to be a better ball player, be it in college or furthermore. Do you feel like that was there was a lacking of a good relationship or rapport with Gary D and you at the time? Yes. 
Why? Yes. I feel, um, I felt, and this is something, this is something I want parents to listen to. Okay, I want parents, if, if anyone's listening to this podcast, I want you to hear what I'm about to say. In, 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 in sports, right? There's always, there's always something that gets the attention of an individual to recruit you, right? To get you, want you to come to their school, right? To understand something. There's two things you have, to, you have to understand. The first thing is favor always uh, favors over promises is always the case. Favors okay, I'm over promises. Promises are is, is always the case. Yep. Okay, and that's business. Yep. That's business now. We're talking business. We're not talking about uh we're not talking about basketball now. I'm not talking about basketball. I'm talking about you can you can apply this to business, but it, this is factual. Favors over promises is business. So and it took me and again I, I learned this after Years after I left Tay Rays and, and then went on with my life, you know what I'm saying? A long time, but uh, it it was it was definitely it was definitely it was it was challenging, man. It was definitely challenging. So so and, you feel so you saying you you because of the lack of favors that you did or that was done, you feel like that kind of inhibited you from kind of being the kind of ball player you could have been in high school. Facts, big <laughs> big facts. With 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 the hundred with the hundred sign, five of those, <laughs> five, like of those. five of those for sure, for sure. <laughs> There's no question, no. And and and, and 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 here's the thing. Everybody knows this. Let me let me let me. I know you know what I failed to mention. You know what I failed to mention. <laughs> when 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 Jules did his podcast, and I lie to you guys not. When Jules did his podcast, I got DMs and texts from people I haven't talked to since high school. <laughs> <laughs> high school. Should we and talking about your ex, you, yo, bro, you was a true blah 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, thanks. I appreciate it. I'm grateful that people still can remember that. But you know, it, it was real, man. It was real. It was I was I, I got lost in the system. Mm. I got lost in the system. What what is what is give me an example now? What is it doesn't have to be a personal one, but in general. What does a favor look like from a player perspective? Like, what kind of things are we at or talking about when it comes to? All right, so, all right, so, all right, so, all right, so, I'm a coach, right? I'm a coach. I like this kid, but I got a favor for another kid who I like too. I owe this favor to this kid, so I gotta make sure this kid gets to another school because that's the favor. Mm -hmm. A promise, kid. You know, we 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 work it out, not work it out. It is what it is. You know, and that and that. And that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's a fact. You know, so, and, and again, again, it's not, it's not, it's not chess. It's not chess. It's not chess or checkers. You know what I mean? It's, it's not. I'm sorry. It's not checkers. It's chess. Yeah. So you gotta understand. You gotta understand how this game goes. Because again, basketball is a sport. And my thing, my thing about my thing about high school sports and across the board is that they, you know, kids, kids, you know, these these coaches. And and I'm not. It's not. This is a general statement, okay? Coaches get want, want these kids to come to their schools, but a lot of these kids, you know, they they banking on 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 their on coming to your school when things panning out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And if it, if it doesn't pan out, and you you hoping you playing you 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 hoping you make it, 
And if you don't make it, you're devastated. Don't recover from that. Some do not from that. They end up going to jail. They end up going in the streets. They end up, their life just goes completely off the. So a kid's life is very fragile at yeah. that age. From and, and this is what I'm saying. Coaches and mentors have to make sure from the first player to the 12th player just get, you know, get the same type of attention, take the same type of care because every kid is different. You can't approach every kid the same. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? You got to approach every kid different. Because if you don't, that kid is going to get lost. And it's no part of the kid, but it's just part of the, it is what it is. This is how it is. You know, that's how it is. Quick question regarding, because, you know, I remember enjoying Frenchie play at the time when I was a kid. Um, I was just excited for varsity and all that. My question is, in retrospect, and, and, and it's again, don't take this no way, please, because I don't mean no disrespect to your game. I never personally. Yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm curious right now because I'm, I'm trying to remember, right? If you look at yourself, right, in, in the team as a whole from varsity, right, and you take him out and put you in, what do you think, because this is what I'm learning from basketball, just watching NBA basketball. To make a roster, it, everybody plays a particular role. Like, you might have right. a shooter. You might have big men over here. You, might, you know what I'm saying? So let's just look at it from that right. standpoint, not from talent for talent. You hear me? So I'm asking, do you feel like the talent he brought, because I feel like he was a shooter, right? He was a kind of wing player, just shot the ball, lights out kind yeah. of a player. You, I feel yeah. like you're a little more overall. Uh, you have a well-rounded game. You can put the ball on the floor. You, you're a heavy set, so you could drive. Tell me if it was the style of play that he brought, or was it just directly that he was the kind of guy that they owed a favor to to get him to the next level versus you who brought a different sk skill set to the team? Do you feel like it was a skill set thing, or was it just directly, oh, uh, this guy was owed a favor? And if, and if so... What do you feel you would have brought differently than Frenchie at the time? Um, like you always answer your question. Um, I, I brought I brought more. Ver I was more versatile. I was a versatile player. I was aggressive. I was stronger. You know, and and that you can't you can't teach strength and 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 and, 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 and will. You can't teach that. Right. You know what I mean? That's something that you either have or you don't have. You right. know what I mean? And I and for what it's worth, I. And, my, and for what it's worth, in my own right, I was a good shooter. I could shoot yeah. the rock. I could shoot threes. I could shoot mid-range shots. This is something that, that I could do. So right. I would have fit in well. And I could have learned more about, you know what I'm saying? I could have played and learned from, like, Majestic and them and Kendall Holloman. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Kendall Holloman was another player um, who, who, who should have went D1. He didn't go D1. He went D2. He got a free scholarship, yes. But I feel like, me personally, my own opinion, I think he should have went D one. Mm. But um, those are the type of type of guys I I could have I could have learned from. Because remember, I said earlier, I learned from Kendall. I learned a lot from Kendall Holloman, you know. And right. and so I picked up I picked up a lot of his his ways in his game, and I incorporated it into mine. You know, right. So right. you know you know so that that in itself was my you know my my reason for for me feeling like I could I could have I could have been on that team because I was versatile. I could, I could, I wasn't a point guard. I wasn't, I wasn't tall enough to be a, a small forward. I saw you, you could throw me in a mix of a power of a, uh, shoot a Shooting combo guard. Yeah. But I was still able, I was strong enough to play the block if I needed to. You right. understand? That's true. That's true. You, you so said, I was uh, strong. People, people forget that. 
you no, no, not me. <laughs> so you you uh obviously we we talking to you in the context of a basketball player for the majority of this conversation so far but you are also an author upcoming author um yes you said you got a book coming out and you're also working on a documentary um yes all these th- are they in a place where you mind talking a little bit about what people can expect from those projects Okay, so uh, my book is just—it's going to be is definitely about my 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 journey um, from from birth, just my overall uh, experience playing basketball in in, um, in New York City, what what I saw, you know, what I what I know, um, and what changed for me in regards to uh, my mindset. As I got older, because my my obviously you, with life you're supposed to grow, yep. you know. Yes. If, whether, whether whether it's if financially, whether it's spiritually, whereas it, if it's emotionally, you know you grow. You, the whole purpose of life is to grow. If you're doing it, if right. you're not growing, if you're not doing right. that, you're not you you losing in life. Yeah, you losing yeah. big time. Yeah, big time, big time. You know, and and like I said, your mindset has to be. You have to have a positive mindset, and you have to be grateful. You know what I'm saying? I'm let me let me let me let me say this. I'm grateful for all of my experiences because it made me the man that I am today. Mm. You understand? It may not have it may not have went the way I wanted to to go, you know. But you know what? I turned out a hell of a good man. I I beat the odds. I beat the odds. You understand That's what I'm saying? I beat the odds. I was counted out. I I I I counted out, and I came back. And I and I put myself, and I got my beautiful wife. I got my beautiful kids. I'm building the foundation. I'm building general generational wealth. That's my focus. That's where I'm at. The for me has changed a long time ago. You know, yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta I got with everything. I, I had to give you another round of applause. So, by the way, if you if you're keeping track at home, that's three rounds of applause. That's, <laughs> that's never happened on this show. Um, Yo. <laughs> it, it's, it's it's um it's really it's it's great to hear um you know and I can't say that I I know you personally all that well I mean we ran in similar circles because you know we were a part of the same CYO construct we went to the same high right. school right we would you know I'm I'm older right. than you so we were a, a little like I was a senior when you were a freshman but um. Right. But it's it's really nice to hear somebody because you you mentioned this earlier and I I, I consider this such a serious topic, um, and I don't I don't even know really how to solve for it other than talk about it right. But the the mind of a basketball player, I, I guess you can think about any athlete really. But like you you invest, I don't know, fifteen sometimes more years into the game before you even get to like college. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And and so exactly. you take that into consideration. Then somebody tells you, yo, sorry, kid, you're not going to D1. You you lucky if you make it to a community college. Like, that's a, a shattered existence, mm-hmm. right? And then you think about the, the less realistic uh, achievement of going to the NBA, right? Like, the reality is almost, almost none, you know, of your peer set make right. it that far. It's very right. few. In fact, it's not. Very few, few people, right? Right, but then, but but every individual it's, it's, it's has to, 
everybody has to have that mentality that they can make it. That's how you're bred up in the game, right? So like how do you how do you right. ease them down from that when the time is when it's obvious that they're not going to get that shot or they tried and they didn't make it. Like how do you help that person transition to a normal life? Because now you okay. your bubble bursts. Right, right, right. And 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 the bubble and the thing about life is, you know, you get you don't get your bubble burst your bubble burst a lot. Yeah, you gonna it's called life. True, it's called life. And you gonna get your bubble burst a lot. So if 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 you if something don't go your way, what you better have you better have a plan A. You better have a plan B. You better have a plan C. You better have a plan D. You better go through the whole alphabet. Yeah, because you better have those, <laughs> that, that many plans. Real, real talk, real yeah. talk. You better have that many plans to make sure that if something doesn't work out that way, you better have another plan. That's what my grandmother, as another thing my grandmother installed in me. Anthony, you better have, you got to go to school. You got to graduate. I don't care. I'm sorry to tell you. And this, and I'm keeping it real with you. My, my grandmother would tell me, I'm sorry. You know, I love you to death. You got cheated. You didn't get a fair shot, you know. Um, but you're going to graduate. You're going to graduate. You're going to live in this house. You're going away to school. Whatever you got to do, you're going to graduate. Hmm. And and I, I think my grandmother, I'm keeping it real, man, because my grandmother wasn't having it. You, you she was, wasn't having it. You was you was on the verge of just saying, yo, screw it. I'm not, I'm not going to go finish school. Like, did that ever cross your mind? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Many times. Yeah. Many times. I'm, I'm, I'm telling, this is why I, I, I feel like my story, my story is, is, is needed to be told because, like, not is the, not every basketball story is, is a fairy tale. Nah, mm. it's not. Nah. You know what I'm saying? It's not a fairy tale. The reality is that the chance of you making your dreams happen, if you if if you're not aware, is, is very slim. But here's the thing, though. Hit here's the key that people don't want to tell kids, and I'm telling kids. I'm gonna be the one to tell kids, and we great kids come out of conversation. The first thing a kid needs to do. Is work on their confidence. Mm -hmm. They have to work on their confidence. You develop your confidence. You 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 control you you control your mind. You develop your confidence. Very simple. That's a cheat code. The right there. If a kid is able to, to, yeah yeah. If if a, if a kid is able to get himself in a position to, all right, I may not, I may not be able to get that award or get that job or. Do this, but I do have this other skill I can do. I can open up a business and go do this. You know what I mean? I can do that. I like I, I can I can I can make investments. I can go into real estate. You know, like, I, I can I can do whatever I want to do. The the, the 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 drawing board doesn't stop at basketball. The drawing the, the, and, and this is what I want to say too. Everything didn't work out for me as far as basketball, and I, again, it is what it is. Everyone everyone who knows. No, and I feel like a guy y'all need to get on the podcast is Chris McCray. Chris oh, McCray yeah. needs to come on the podcast and talk. Yeah, we Chris McCray. We extended because that. Chris we, McCray was Chris we, McCray. Listen, me tell you, Chris McCray was not only a great basketball player but a great friend. Through, yes. the, through the years at St. Ray's, no, up, up until this day, we don't. We and him don't have to talk every day. And I talk to Chris McCray. It's like we just picked off from a conversation. Mm -hmm. We just literally like. Like I, I could talk to him. I, we don't have to talk for ten years. I talked to him on the on the on the on the on the, on the first day of the love year, and you uh, and we saw <laughs> we literally pick it off from the last conversation. That's you know, the type of relationship. 
We have. Let me tell you something about Chris. But I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I, I wanted to tell y'all too. Like you know, I didn't get to play with the New York Ravens. You know what I'm saying with Dre Barron and um and Chris. Uh. And I didn't get to play. I, I, I had, I had to go to Riverside Church. And when I went to Riverside Church, er, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Ernie Lorch. Yeah. Ernie Lorch used to run. Yeah, all right, so Ernie Lorch used to run over there. He used to run. That, that was Ernie, that whole program was Ernie Lorch. So when I went over there, Ernie and Ernie Lorch saw me. He was like, Anthony, what you doing over here? Why are you not playing with the Ravens? This was his. This was his response. This is what. This is what he said to me. I said. I did. I, I did. I did one of these. I did one. I did one of these. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I me me don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't know, man. I had no idea. Like I, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Your guess is good, as good as mine. Why you like, Why you not with them and traveling? I have no idea. I I, I mean, I don't. I don't know. But he said, "Well, you know what? You are more than welcome to come play. Come play with us and play play for me." I said, cool. So I played with Arnie Lloyd for a while, a couple of uh, local tournaments. And then I also end up playing with uh, Dr. Dr. Uh, Basil Williams. Dr. Basil Williams. I used to play with Dr. Basil Williams. And that's when I, um, that's when I first met Chris McCray. I knew uh, Richard Bailey, and I knew Charles Henson and Randy in, in elementary. But Chris McCray, I learned, we, we met each other before we started freshman year. And, and um, Mr. Williams and, uh, and his son Basil, uh, Mr. Williams actually had his own. He, he, he's the one that put us in a lot of tournaments during the summer, local tournaments, you know, to try to get some exposure. And let me tell you something, man. I'm very grateful for uh, Dr. Uh, Basil Williams because he actually was able to help me in regards to life. In, in regards to life, because he knew what was going on with me too. Mm. A lot, like like a lot of people knew what was going on with me. Yeah, you know. You know, I'm not. I'm not really mentioned uh, too much by, by certain people that I went to say raise that you know I was on a team, and I want to. I want. I want to. I want to. I want to. I, I gotta address something. I, wanna, I gotta. I gotta say something. You know, and this is this. This ain't no. This this ain't no. No shot at nobody or nothing, but it is just real talk. You know, people refer to 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 what they, them having a uh, uh, illmatic illmatic. Uh, year, the classic year, right? <laughs> and, and 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 for me, and for me, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Credit, credit to you, credit to you. Um, but let me let me tell you something. And 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 then the, the response, the response was, I I I I I uh, I have mixtape. Uh -huh. I have mixtape season. So freshman and sophomore year was my mixtape. Right. That's cute. That's cute. That was cute. I liked that. I, I mean, that was cute. That was real cute. But check this out. I don't do. I, I, check this out. I, I, I don't. I don't do personally. I've never been a type of guy who do one good album. See, Nas does a one good album. I do. I do catalogs. That's what I do. Okay. I make catalogs. All right. So, so it wasn't greatness. It wasn't greatness just in elementary school, but it was greatness all the way to the point uh, till I was able to. Show my talents because let me tell you, I when I when I was able to show the show my talents, boom. It was obvious. It was, those who know again. I'm gonna say this again. Those who know know. They know. They know. And I guess you get Chris McCray on on the podcast. There will be some more transparency, and you can you can understand where my story stories will start to make sense. 
listen, Perfect. listen up. Listen, listen, Anthony. Let me tell you something. We wouldn't have you on this podcast if we didn't know. I know for sure. I know. I was a witness. <laughs> and that and that analogy, <laughs> and that analogy you broke down was fire, man. We might get you on the mixtape just off that writing right I've, there. You 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 got me at St. Helena's. I didn't even much Word. see you in high school. I already knew from we elementary knew. school. We, I was we, like, we knew. But when my brother, when my brother told me, "Yo, but, but, Anthony Epps is," is I was like, "Anthony St. Helena's?" He's like, "Yeah, he's at St. Ray's now." I was like, "Oh no, like, <laughs> that's bad for business." I feel bad for the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but yo, but let me let me tell you something, yo. When I was playing, I, 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 like, I, like, put it like this, I was literally. I mean, seriously, I was literally. When I played, it was it, it was. The gyms were packed. 300, 300 people or better. Three hundred people or better. Do do your research. Mm. Three hundred people or better. Three hundred people or better. You, you know what the there was no kid in the city. There was I, I I can guarantee you there was no kid in the country doing that at that time. You know what the problem. Three hundred people at, the, at at basketball games at an elementary school basketball game. Yeah, that's problematic. That's pretty. That's crazy. That, that, that's that's, that's crazy. the problem. That's I remember. A monumental problem. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you something. I can vouch for it because I remember walking into the. We had tournaments when they, there were tournaments going on in St. Helena's, um, and we would play right before y'all game or something like that. And this, they created. It was. It was. You couldn't sit nowhere. You couldn't sit nowhere. 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 I nowhere. No, and it was, was like no that. And, and, and it was like. Let me tell you something. It was like it, it was like how St. Ray's was. It was like that for me. It was like that for me. For and and again. I put the work in. I put the work in. And it didn't stop for me at, in elementary school. The narrative that was that that people and, and you know the people that would say, oh, he fell off, or it was no, I didn't fall off. Let's be, I'm gonna say that very clearly. Anthony Epps did not fall off from basketball. Any if anything, Anthony Epps' confidence may have fell. Mm -hmm. But his skill level and his talent, that never would that never went nowhere. Mm -hmm. It was the same person. He was there after all. He was there the whole time. But you see, again, the politics of, of basketball, right? Because it's politics. Yep. It's politics and the basketball level all the way up to the federal government. It's politics. And then you can you can you can equate you can equate uh favors again and promises. You understand? Favors right. and promises. And you uh, look at the federal government and see that. Yep. Facts. Can relate it. Mr. Lady. Let me let me just I just want to um, tap in. This is my last question. I want to ask you real quick about what you're doing today. Um, first of all, I just want to make a comment before you answer your question, because I know one thing I love about basketball is the same tools and the qualities that you have on the court. You can apply to life, which is why I love basketball so much, because if you're determined, Absolutely. if you're strong minded and will, you, you can apply that to everywhere. This is why I love and I'm expecting your your children to be successful in whatever they do. Hopefully it's impossible. I, I know, I know, but listen, I I do, I do I I am not gonna I'll be lying to you if I, if I if I tell you I don't want my kids to uh play basketball. But I don't <laughs> push them. I don't push no, them, but listen, I, I definitely want my kids to play basketball. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna put this I'm gonna put I'm gonna remix this episode into a lullaby 
So it could be by your son's crib. And he's just going to hear that shit over and over. And listen, <laughs> yo, listen, Epps, you don't got to push them to be basketball players. Leave that up to me. I'll push their asses. <laughs> like, put, you, put, you, put that Bobby down now, goddammit. <laughs> no, but, but, but to, my brother's, to my brother's question, like, wh what are you doing today? What, what's on the horizon for Anthony Epps? Okay. Uh, well, I, like, right now, I got, I, got, I got two businesses that I have. Um, that, that I'm actually doing. Um, I'm actually uh, investments that I have um, going on. I'm a full-time dad. I work. I still work. I have a couple of jobs. But I'm, get, I'm about to actually get rid of my jobs and uh, and, and be festive full-time. You know, because everything right now is 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 starting really starting to take off for me. Nice. And I'm grateful for that. I'm yeah, grateful. I'm very grateful for that. And so, like, soon I can literally wake up and 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 scratch my toes and scratch my stomach. But <laughs> that's the type of life I'm about to get ready to to experience. And you know, it's, it's been a long road, but a very great one, a very great one, nice. a very very great one. Yo, that's awesome. Yo, Anthony, man, listen, man, you're uh, we we very much are looking forward to your documentary and your book. Um, I I can tell you right now, your energy on this podcast. People got a lot of work to do. I can't remember anybody having this kind of energy. And you drop so many jewels. If if people who listen to this ain't inspired, they broke it. That's all I got to say. Motherfuckers is broke. They, they need to go to sleep and wake yeah, up again. Man. Yeah, and like 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 and like and like I and like I said, man, the first thing everyone has to do, and 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 I want everyone to take this in stride is you got to control your mind. Yep. You got to control your mind. Don't let nobody, don't let no coach, don't let no mentor, don't let no, your, not even your parents tell you you can't do something. Don't let no one tell you that because they lying to you. You can do whatever you put your heart, your soul, your, your mind to. You can do it. You can do it. Straight up. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dribbling Dimes. If you like what you heard, please leave a review or comment wherever you're listening to us now check us out on social media as well we're live on twitter instagram and youtube on all platforms you can find us at d-r-i-double-b-l-e-n-d-i-m-e-s -B -B -E